Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. And good morning. It's Thursday, September 20. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Jafet de Oliveira. And uh, let's uh, pray for today. Heavenly Father, I um, want to thank you for today. I want to thank you again for the opportunities we have as we are we're traveling to school or we're traveling to work, uh, we're in our car or our home, or we just have a, a moment of quiet and a moment of, res- of uh, respite where we get to just uh, reflect on you. Think about uh, this passage as we hear it being read, as we read it ourselves, may speak deeply into our lives, may raise hope. Um, it may be a good hope, a good hope, that a pure picture, a wonderful picture of who Jesus Christ is. We ask this in his beautiful name. Amen. Amen. Today we are reading from the New International Version, Romans eight thirty one through 39, subtitle, More Than Conquerors. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, How will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus, who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, For your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. All right. I like that. That was good. That was good. All right, here's our... Yeah, I really like this passage. It's nice. Yeah. It is. Uh, Here's our question for today. Uh, How do we move from living our lives like we're mixtures to living like we're solutions of God's love? Yeah, and Pastor Jessica was making a distinction between, this is something in, is it chemistry, some sort of science? Yeah. Where you can either mix things like trail mix, where you could pick out Uh raisins or M&Ms or individual things that still are distinctly what they are. Yes. Whereas a solution, if you poured... You know, vinegar into water or poured salt into water. Yeah. You could never get the salt back out. Oh, yeah, it's It true. becomes a solution. Yes. So you think about anything once you pour, usually I guess it would be liquids. But um, a lot of things, I suppose, yeah. that once you add them, they can't be easily extracted. Now, she pointed out that you probably could extract it using some kind of machinery, which I'm sure you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But just for the sake of the argument, we're assuming things cannot be extracted in yeah. solutions whereas they can in mixtures. So I guess what she's asking us is um, a lot of us probably put our spirituality into our lives as kind of these little additions like raisins or M&Ms that you can pick in or Uh take out as much or as little as you want. And our practice of faith. Yeah. So how do we make it where it is just part of who we are and it cannot be separated from us? Actually, that just reminds me. I I don't know if I showed you... um, 
I saw this, uh, somebody, a friend of mine sent me this survey where it talked recently about a study done a few years ago um, about faith and how it influences our decisions. And I'm going to sneeze. Mm, no, I'm not. I thought I was. Hmm. Nope. There you go. Good. Uh, and so... <laughs> And it talks about uh, faith and how it influences our decisions and how 73%, it was some really high number, uh, said that the decisions they make about, you know, politics and life and social interactions, like faith doesn't actually change that. So it, it meant that their belief system had no influence on that. So they really compartmentalized they were really living more of a mixture rather than a solution. Well, there's tons and tons and tons of evidence that the way that we make decisions is not based on any of the things that we think mm. our decisions are based on. They're not value-driven. Um, yeah, they're not. They're you, driven by some, other, some other criteria. And this, then you make reasons yeah. for what Project. you've done afterward. Yeah, no, well, that's true. people have already researched it quite a bit. Yeah. But um, actually, the righteous mind yeah, talks no, about this a lot. Um, so how do we move from living our lives like we're mixtures to more of a solution? Well, I'm always interested in when it turns out that studies have shown that human beings are a certain way. Uh-huh. And then the we're way that we meet. respond is, ooh, well, how do we change that? Yeah. And I think, oh, you can't change that, though, because that's the way that human beings are. Uh, so how do you live within that? I think... I actually think that it's uh, it's something we created. So I think that more uh, in the past we were more solution-like and we are now more mixture-like. Well, so, still, you can't go back. No, we can't go back. We I are, mean, I would say that... I don't know about the solution and mixture part, but the part about not necessarily making our decisions based on the things that we think we're making our decisions. I'm on. actually scribbling down on the notes here just right now on this piece of paper thinking that, in, in fact, I would say, how are we... We're more like Greek and Hebrew minds... So we we maybe the mixture is more like we are more that we we're more Greek thinking, which is actually how we are right now. More Hebrew thinking is more solution and more holistic, and uh, and where everything is integrated. Well, and I mean again, that's culture. And then and to culture. me, the weird thing would be privileging one of those cultures over the other. Um, uh, yep. I'm not sure that I think is there anything inherently better about having a Hebrew way of thinking over a Greek one. You know, cultures have different ways of thinking and they all have certain value and certain drawbacks you know there's pros and cons yeah so i don't i and also i just again it's one of those things it's kind of futile we're raised from the moment that we're born in a certain culture so we are the way that we are we think that i can't become a hebrew I no, can't you can't think become a like somebody from thousands but, of years ago i don't but, even really especially want to but i think that we can actually shape culture and I think we can actually form, we can actually, and we are constantly, well, I know, we are constantly shaping culture. Isn't that assuming that you can step outside of yourself enough no. to have awareness of what needs to be done to shape what everybody else should be doing? I think people doing? do. I think people well, do. I, I'm sure, I, I don't know that I agree with that. Just, I think but, what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. And I think, that, I think that people are constantly, I mean, we are constantly forming culture all the time. And we're constantly... Well, uh, I'm just saying, okay, suppose that you're living yeah. like a mixture. You know, you have yeah. these things... Um, and suppose you can't find a way to become a solution. What would be the mm, answer true. to that? Well, one answer Tough could luck. be, well, that you don't pick the stuff out. Just because, okay, I might have a bag of trail mix. That's I true. don't have That's to true. pick the raisins yeah. or the M&Ms out or the cashew nuts or whatever 
out. I can't leave those things all together. Yeah. So, so I mean, practically speaking, all right. So let's just think about this. What if the raisins is I don't know. Um, Bible study, Bible going study, to church, going to church. Yeah, something real practical. Going to church. How do I make church a solution? What does church look like if it's going to church as a solution and not a, a mixture? Well, I don't. I, I don't know. It's always going to be something that you can opt out of. So in that sense, it's always going to be mm. a mixture. It's never going to be infused in you. The, that just doesn't no, make any sense. That's actually no. That's interesting. I mean, it can that you be said infused that, in you that you, that you miss it, that you wish you were there if you're yeah. not. Those sorts of things. But you can always opt out. Or there opt are in. some people who who see who. Okay, ah, I've got the perfect example. Just it just hit me right now. Okay, uh, and I was reading this just the other day. Uh, that actually leads into this example. If if when we come to the celebration of Sabbath, if Sabbath is seen as an anticipation. Uh, that is a solution. If Sabbath is seen as like, oh, it's here, done, I've got to do this now, it's a mixture. When yeah, it's, but when you it's know, anticipation, doesn't it depend kind of week by week? Well, yes. How much you're anticipating anything? Well, sure, but when it's an anticipation uh, and it, your life revolves around Sabbath, for some people, that's actually more of a solution. I'm not saying that uh, this is the only way. I'm just saying no, this no, is no, a one no, no. See, model. I do not think that your life should revolve around Sabbath or I hear, around I anything. Hear, I hear, but because uh, I've been around people where their life revolves around Sabbath, yeah, and it doesn't make any sense to live that way. Practically speaking, it means that they Sabbath takes like three days instead <laughs> of one. Um, and to me, it just yeah. doesn't make any sense. Like it is supposed to be a portion of your life. That's all it was ever supposed to be. It's not supposed to be the whole thing. Otherwise, God would have said, do it every single day. And he didn't. He did. So he, he did. never expected so us to do, day. do but, Sabbath for longer than 24 hours. But he did say So I deeply it. resent that. And I also <laughs> resent being told what I have to anticipate or be excited about. Oh, oh. I think that might be one of the worst things about being a Christian <laughs> is how you're constantly told how you have to feel about everything. And that if you don't, at the moment, have whatever feeling you're supposed to have, yeah, yeah. that's a problem. Like, I cannot tell you how annoyed I get anytime somebody says, aren't you just glad that it's the Sabbath? And it's like, I don't know. I'm fine. Like, are you sure? Yeah. You get to sleep yeah. all day. Well, no, I don't, actually. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> it depends how you view it. I, I don't want to yeah. sleep all day yeah. either, so that doesn't even sound yeah. good to me. I mean, as a child, that was just the worst. Like, yeah. why would you want to sleep all day? And I don't want to sleep all day now. Yeah. Fear of missing out. I think Fear of being asleep. I think asleep. it depends how you view it. But I, uh, our time is well past. Okay, so, good. All right. So we uh, we got to stop, unfortunately. So uh, listen, I'll leave this question here. It's a good question. Uh, how do we move from living our lives like we're mixtures to living like we're solutions of God's love without telling anyone? Um, and so uh, think about that. Uh, look after each other, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.